Welcome to the My Buddy Green podcast. I'm Jason Wachab, founder and co-CEO of My Buddy Green, and your host. Hey everyone, we have our resident PhD, RD, and Director of Scientific Affairs, Ashley Ferreira, back on the podcast today to discuss all things inner and outer beauty. And we have a special offer for all of you, our podcast listeners, as our new Glow from the Inside Out bundle has arrived. Yes, that's right. Go deep beyond the surface to protect, hydrate, and rejuvenate your skin with our powerhouse duo of Cellular Beauty Plus and Beauty and Gut Collagen Plus. They help reduce the size of wrinkles and fine lines while enhancing your skin's hydration, elasticity, and smoothness. In combination, these science-backed formulas deliver key antioxidants, gut-centric bioactives, and high-quality collagen from grass-fed cows to support glowing skin from within. Colleen and I take these two products daily, and we are in love with the results. So please give it a try. Visit mindbodygreen.com glow and use the code BEAUTYPOD to save 20% off your first month when you subscribe to this bundle. Ashley, welcome back. Thanks so much for having me. So some big ticket items to discuss today. And on the subject of beauty and self-care, there are so many strategies or approaches. And I'm curious, you're a PhD, a scientist, can you help narrow down some of those strategies and give us a glimpse into what you would recommend when it comes to beauty, whether it's a topical lifestyle or something else altogether? Sure. Yeah. I, I, li- I like that question. As I think about the past year and a half before I get into my top beauty cognizant practices, I think the past year plus has helped exfoliate, if I can use a skin analogy, some unnecessary layers. So less is more back to the basics. So when I was thinking about what those basics might be, we'll start with the sun. We have to be sun smart, limiting exposures over a lifetime. We don't want to have many instances of unprotected direct UV radiation. I'm a fan of high quality sunscreens that are zinc based and The way this comes in is the UV radiation actually activates enzymes that I like to think of as scissors, but these scissors unfortunately snip our collagen and our collagen is our structural architecture to our skin. The next thing that comes to mind is good sleep. We hear it over and over, but it's true. We need to honor the seven to nine hours a night. Part of that wind down ritual I think folding in a beauty regimen makes a lot of sense with your wind down ritual and even as part of your sleep etiquette. Another thing that comes to mind that I think is not talked about enough is partnering with a good healthcare practitioner, maybe even an endocrinologist. Like we had Dr. Brittany Henderson on the podcast a while ago to look at your hormones, whether those be sex hormones, thyroid hormones, and your potential for autoimmune imbalance. I think that these hormonal, yeah, just being in hormonal balance is not talked about enough when it comes to our skin and it should be, and it might be something you're unaware of and it was out of your control. So that's something to consider. Physical activity, movement, perspiring is a good thing. 
kind of back to the sun exposure, I think of any other kind of toxic exposures or pollutants, if we can minimize those, that's helpful. Excessive alcohol would fall into that toxin category. Stress management, whenever possible, it's harder the past year and a half, but stress is a form of oxidative really attack on the body, including the skin. I'd be remiss if I didn't talk about topical strategies. Y'all should tune in to hear our beauty director, Alex Angler, on the Clean Beauty School. She's more of an expert on topicals than I, but you know, less is more, but antioxidant-centric serums and moisturizers definitely are important. Exfoliation in moderation. And then for me, I like to partner with a smart dermatologist, but also an esthetician, if that's possible for you to do. I find that person to actually be a more intimate partner than my dermatologist in, in my personal skincare. As a dietitian, smart nutrition and targeted supplementation are, are pivotal and they're not something that are, those are not things that factors that are talked about as much as like what you can eat or supplement for your heart health or your energy levels. So I think that bringing those to the forefront is important to break it down. Like what are these players in the beauty realm for nutrition? And let's go to nutrition next. Before we go, I'll just add a comment with sun. We all know we all need sun, but it's about moderation and it's finding that balance of you need to get out there. Sun is good. The vitamin D, the sunshine, it feels good. It is good for you. But then eh, you cross the line and it's too much. And for our friends in Australia, that's a whole different story with <laughs> sun. I agree. So some amount of sun is just really healing, I, I find. And being a vitamin D fanatic myself. I hate to say, get out of the sun, but you know, everything in moderation. So in terms of nutrition, let's talk about beauty nutrition, eating for beauty. What does that look like? We believe in the power of food as medicine. And we also believe that it goes beyond medicine and food can really influence how we feel and, and how we look, which is what we're talking about. So which foods should we embrace with quote unquote beauty nutrition in mind? Right. So I think when you think of nutrition and beauty, I mean, sure, we can talk about the vanity aspect, but I think of it as from the inside out, how are you nurturing and fueling your body, the cells, the tissues, the organs from the inside out to really love your skin, your hair, your nails. That's what we're talking about here. So Hydration immediately comes to mind. Your cells need water for almost every cellular reaction. And this would be involved in things like combating oxidative stress, cellular cleanup. There's a process called autophagy, which is like, I like to call it cellular housekeeping. If you don't have a water H2O molecule, you literally are dehydrating in your cells and body of molecules required for essential reactions. So sugar, you know, less, <laughs> less is more. And what you would look for with carbs are slower carbs, complex carbs. Those are terms for things like whole grains, uh, legumes, the kind of carbs you get from the outer part of the grocery store, the fruits and veg, healthy fats. So I mean, omega-3s are at the top of my list, particularly, I mean, if you're vegan, ALA, but I'm a fan of the marine source, EPA and DHA. 
These are known to be potent anti-inflammatory bioactives in the body and also antioxidant impact. These are going to be well-balanced fats for really life, for, for skin longevity. Back to the outermost part of the grocery store, coloring your plate, just more, the more color, the better is a good principle to live by. And when you do that, you'll just naturally have more fiber in your diet. Fiber is a major gap in globally, but definitely in the U.S. Fiber, the prebiotic kinds, but really you don't have to get too granular. More fiber, great. It's going to help feed and nurture your gut and your gut microbiome we know can impact from the inside out things like the skin. We also know your skin has its own unique microbiome on the outside as well. So Protein, people think of that more for workouts, but if you don't have adequate protein, and we can even talk about targeted peptides later, like collagen, but if you don't have protein, you don't have the amino acid building blocks to build the cellular structures and the even more complex structures that are your skin, your hair, and your nails. <laughs> the micronutrients, these essential vitamins and minerals we're supposed to get every day, some of them function as antioxidants. Some of them function as supporting key enzymes in reactions in the body. So a high quality multivitamin, I think is critical. There are known nutrient gaps in the diet per this uh, in Haynes data set, which is nationally representative. And so I don't like to roll the dice there with my diet, making sure I get all of them. We know in fact, vitamin D Calcium, magnesium, some are virtually very challenging to get from food alone. And then outside of those essential vitamins and minerals, I call other things that are like botanicals or probiotics. These don't have a name. They're not a nutrient. Bioactives is the term I use. So there are some targeted phytonutrients, botanicals, and bioactives that play in this space of beauty. And what are some, yeah, are there any more of those? I know you mentioned a lot of minerals and vitamins, but. Yeah, so vitamins and minerals, well, I'll touch on the heavy hitters. So vitamin C and E and biotin definitely are known in the skin space. This, the reason why C and E are not only antioxidants, but folks may not know C and E are literally required for the collagen peptide to be both synthesized and to cross-link correctly. So you are, uh, vitamin C and E are, by the way, like common gaps in the U.S. diet per inhane. So this could be as simple as you nourish your body and become vitamin C and E sufficient. And maybe you would see skin improvements from that inside out approach. Biotin, the clinical data is, it's not as numerous, but structurally we know it's involved in, it's required for keratin and hair, skin, nail structures. And it's, it's a helper of many enzymes as well. But nutrients aside, so I think of collagen, hyaluronic acid, ceramides, collagen, we, we always learn in school, DNA is a double helix. Well, hey, collagen beats DNA. It's a triple helix. <laughs> I think of it as a gift that keeps on giving if in fact we give it to ourselves. And so collagen peptides, I like to think as the structural architecture. Think of it as like a building. You need the structure to, to keep it up. And that's true for 
the building blocks for collagen, elastin, keratin. So this is impacting our skin, our nails, our hair, our bones, our joints, our ligaments, even the gut. Quite holistic how this collagen protein, one of the most predominant proteins in the mammal, in mammals, period. And, and it hasn't gotten its limelight until quite recently. So collagen declines with age, so does hyaluronic acid, and so do ceramides. Hyaluronic acid, I remember what it does, HY, high for hydration, is how I remember it. And uh, it's like an absorbent sponge, and it helps your skin hold in water. When you think of perhaps a topical moisturizer or, or hydrate, hydrating serum, those are trying to mimic the same things that these molecules in our body are, are doing as well. And again, topicals can be helpful, but inside out, we want to be supporting the inner cells and what they're trying to do naturally. And the ceramides, so these are naturally found in our skin as well. They, I think of them as like a glue, keeping skin cells together, moisture in, and bad things like environmental offenders out. When these decline with age, that weakens your skin barrier. This is, again, where supplementation, targeted supplementation of these collagen, hyaluronic acid, ceramides, CE, biotin, come to mind. More, more recent data, like you might think of those as traditional players, less traditional players that I've been researching over the past couple of years, partly in developing an exciting product we'll talk about a little later, is CoQ10. And that's maybe surprising. So CoQ10 we know is required for energy production. That's ATP. So that's from your food. It's called bioenergy. So we consume carb, protein, fat. And CoQ10 is required in the process to convert that food into ATP energy which is then required for every reaction in the body. But beyond that, it's also a powerhouse antioxidant, CoQ10 is. It's so similar to collagen ceramides and hyaluronic acid, CoQ10 declines with age, the levels. So there's an opportunity to replenish those with targeted supplementation. And interestingly, there's recent clinical trial evidence that supports the ability of CoQ10 to improve the texture, the smoothness of your skin, how elastic and resilient your skin is, and in turn, combating wrinkles. Astaxanthin, this is a carotenoid phytonutrient. It has an even larger body of clinical trial evidence helping with those very things, moisturizing your skin, smoothing your skin, reducing fine lines and age spots. And then I'll wrap with botanical antioxidant powerhouses. So we talked about C and E, but in the botanical realm, turmeric roots, so curcumin is the most valuable player there. In broccoli, we know there's sulforaphane, glucosinolate, and then in pomegranate, this is a fruit chock full of polyphenols. And yes, we can talk about combating oxidative stress, which we need this kind of assistance daily, but I'd like to go a step further and say these antioxidants are doing what I like to call cellular detox or cleanup. And this is not something you'd want to wait and do spring cleaning. This is a daily need in the body. Um, 
And a new word, maybe new to some of you, that I like to associate with these antioxidants. Pomegranate, for instance, is known to reduce inflammatory markers in the body. A term being thrown around the science world is anti-inflammation. I just messed it up. Let's try it again. (laughs) 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 The scientists can't say it. Anti-inflammaging. So we combine anti-inflammatory and anti-aging into one word. And the reason why we know acute inflammation in the body is normal, natural, protective even, utilized in our immune response. Chronic inflammation or inflammation chronicity is tied with many chronic diseases. This is not normal. It's rampant in the U.S. for a variety of reasons, overweight, obesity, and metabolic you know, health epidemics are are one reason, but if we can target inflammation with botanicals and nutrients, then we can help mitigate some of these processes. So that's what that cool word that you can say 10 times fast now is all about. (laughs) (laughs) So you're hitting on essentially all of our ingredients in our, in our beauty and gut collagen plus powder and our new cellular beauty plus uh, capsules, which you and I have worked <laughs> for, on for, for quite, a, quite a long time. And I've been taking personally and swore by both of them and many of our team members do as well. And now some of our customers. And so I, I want to drill down. It's so helpful. And I love this process behind the scenes with you of like really drilling down into some of these ingredients. We've done that for some of them. I'm just going to call out a couple of them because I think they're really important. What I'm going to start with astaxanthin. So can you talk a little bit about how potent it is? And like, what I think is so interesting about this one is like, we believe in food as medicine and like everything always starts with diet and lifestyle period. And then like supplements are a bonus. They help you maximize, they help optimize, but like you literally can't eat your way to astaxanthin. You just can't do it. You have to eat like 12 salmon steaks or something like ridiculous. So can you talk a little bit about that? Right. No, I think that's, it's great to bring some of these non-traditional nutrients. So astaxanthin is a phytonutrient. And when we talk about like vitamin D, you know how there's a hundred IUs of vitamin D in a glass of milk. So that's not going to get you far, but we talk about nutrients that way. And we need to start talking about these essential bio botanical bioactives that way as well. So some folks might know astaxanthin. It's kind of famous for the pink color and the salmon we eat and, and other marine life like shrimp and crawfish and lobster. But in terms of the amount, so if you go to the scientific literature on astaxanthin and skin care outcomes, so the hydration, smoothing, elasticity, wrinkle reduction, you're looking at, I mean, a minimum of three grams, but actually the bulk of the trials are going to be at three grams plus. Did I say grams? Let me back up. Three milligrams is the minimum, but six milligrams is going to be where the strongest studies are found. And so what would that look like in terms of, hey, I can get that from food? No, you can't. I mean, (laughs) you wouldn't want to. So as you alluded to, that's about, we know there's about 0.5 milligrams of astaxanthin per salmon filet. This is from both European EFSA and United States FDA data on astaxanthin per kilogram of salmon flesh. So 
0.5 milligrams of Asta per salmon fillet, that would be 12. Yes, 12 salmon fillets a day. Or yeah. take six milligrams of astaxanthin <laughs> supplement form. So that there's a strong case. Oh, and then also let's talk briefly about where else you might get salmon in your in your Philly roll at the sushi bar. So yes, salmon is found in sushi, but I recently found out that the I mean vast majority of astaxanthin that you'll find in sushi salmon is synthetic astaxanthin. That's because it's way cheaper than the real stuff. And it's added to the feed for these uh, farm-raised salmon. So the synthetic astaxanthin also happens to have a lower antioxidant capacity than the real stuff. When I say real stuff, I mean a plant-derived, one of the the best source, I I think, because it's sustainable and clean, is green algae. And so that's the way to go if you're going to get a concentrated dose of astaxanthin in a supplement. And yeah, I I would say that's why it's one of our heroes in our cellular beauty product that we recently launched and that I'm super pumped about. And and so we talked a little about astaxanthin and you just, you can't eat your way there. And I think that's important. And it's also important to know, I remember when we were doing research, I was like, what? That's synthetic? People are like, wow. And so, so that was just like a a wow moment. And it it just, I think our audience knows this, but like, if you're going to eat salmon, you got to do wild. You really do. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so you mentioned ceramides and I, I think people are familiar with ceramides from the topical space, but can you talk about phytoceramides? Sure. So anytime you see the word phyto, that takes you back to Latin class, that's plant. So these are ceramides that are plant derived. And in our Cellular Beauty Plus supplement, we have a clinical, clinically backed by two clinical trials form of phytoceramides known as ceramicides. So these are skin critical lipids, and we want them to be concentrated. We know they decrease with age, but we want to keep replenishing the natural levels through targeted supplementation. And it's critical for the skin barrier function and for its its balance. Another word for that is homeostasis. We want to keep it balanced. And the clinicals to date do demonstrate this barrier function and structure because phytoceramides can help reduce things like dryness and wrinkles and make your skin more moisturized, elastic, and smooth. So that's what phytoceramide means, plant lipid bioactives. And yeah. (laughs) Got it. And so two other ones that I think were surprises that made it into our cellular beauty formula for people. Um, One is CoQ10, which you touched on, because I think many people think of CoQ10 as heart health. And that's how I, I first heard about CoQ10. And you talked about CoQ10, but I also want to specifically chat about the ubiquinol form of CoQ10 because all CoQ10 is not created equal. And if you talk to a functional medicine doctor, they're going to tell you that, but most people don't know that. So let's spend a little time about, about the difference between ubiquinol and kind of everything else and why that is so incredible and why we went with ubiquinol. Right. 
Okay, so I agree. I think that CoQ10 might look like it's out of place in a beauty supplement. I would disagree, and which is why we put it in there. Yes, it's more famous for heart health and great. You can take it for that. But in terms of... Well, you also, you got to look good. You don't want to be a good looking... I, I want to... I, I, I want... Exactly. <laughs> I want to age. I want to age and I want to feel good, but I also want to look good as I age. So yeah. All of it. Yeah. No, it's a holistic compound and, and critical throughout the body. But in terms of beauty... Okay. This is an antioxidant powerhouse. And I know I've said that a few times, but imagine... Imagine that without CoQ10, and it's in every cell of the body, that you literally can't achieve balance between oxidants. And, and oxidants can arise from cellular reactions or stress or pollutants or age. I mean, there's, there's just, we can't control the oxidants, but we can control delivering to ourselves these powerhouse antioxidants. And Again, the cellular energy production, it's required. But CoQ10 is, like you said, it's not all one molecule. There are two forms. Ubiquinol, the active form, it's considered to be more the most bioavailable, the most bioactive. So when it is acting as an antioxidant in the body, and when it is acting to convert food to cellular energy, it is in the ubiquinol form. The other form we'll talk about less because it's inferior is ubiquinone. And in the market, most CoQ10 supplements far and wide are ubiquinone. So you should turn your supplements over and look at supplement facts panel. If they don't identify what kind of CoQ10 it is, I would question that quite honestly. So ubiquinol, bioavailable the most, the most bioactive, and therefore the most potent in terms of what its functions are in the body. Our particular ubiquinol ingredient that we're using in Cellular Beauty Plus, it has over a dozen patents on it. This is cutting edge technology. It's derived from an all natural yeast fermentation process. And there are clinical trials demonstrating that it's more absorbable than ubiquinone. So that means CoQ10, it's premium. It's not a cheap bioactive. And wouldn't you like to know that the CoQ10 you're taking is actually getting absorbed in your body and is helping restore your levels to do the important actions it needs to do in the body? You know, for our listeners, like, obviously, we love our products and take our products. But you know, the takeaway for anyone listening, if you're taking whether you buy our products or not, if you're taking CoQ10, make sure it's ubiquinol. And if you eat salmon, make sure it's wild. Those are like, to me, like, and then if you are looking for astaxanthin, like you can't eat your way there. Those are like the big umbrella takeaways, I think, for people listening, whether they buy buy our products or not. But yeah, 100%. And so the other one you touched on earlier, I thought it was so interesting. And when we started to dive into the science, I was like, oh, wow, I never knew this. So let's talk about pomegranates. Right. So pomegranates, um, well, just a fruit. Keep eating the fruit. It's great. But there's a way that you can harvest the pomegranates straight from the orchards. In our case, we our ingredient comes, it's traceable literally from the orchard to the supplement. So California orchards are pomegranates and they, in a clean way, 
extract. So the extract is the whole pomegranate fruit. So it's basically a concentrated form of, of the fruit. And because of that, you are getting concentrated polyphenols in a, in a convenient format, in our case, capsule. So you're, it's basically like, if you want to say, I love everything about this fruit, you get to leverage that whole fruit synergy and, and health promoting properties into an extract form. In terms of what it can do, it's an antioxidant. So again, cellular detoxification, cellular resilience in terms of cleaning up, helping to clean up. And then that, I'm going to get it this time, anti-inflammaging <laughs> actions in the body. So literally combating inflammation properties and lowering inflammatory biomarkers. This promotes healthy aging. And if you want to get more specific at the level of the skin cell, this is helping keep the collagen and ceramides and hyaluronic acid and, and the critical components of your skin cells protected and thus your skin, your subcutaneous tissue, dermis and epidermis protected. And for the long haul, there's a funny Simpsons line that Nelson says, hi, your epidermis is showing. Well, so our epidermis is showing, but the way we can help support it is from the inside out. And pomegranate, I'd say, yeah, our formula is cutting edge, but Pomegranate finding its way in a whole fruit extract form in a supplement is, I'm excited to have that available yeah. to folks. Yeah. So I'm 46, Colleen is 42. So we're, we're aging and we want to age. I think aging is good, but at the same time, we want to feel good and we want to look good while we age. And what also is interesting is some of the things we talked about, I think what we all believe in here is lifestyle and being as healthy as one can be and taking that approach with beauty. And so why is it important to be proactive instead of reactive? In some ways I'm like, oh, I'm too late. I'm 46. I should have done some of these things. And Colleen and I have had that conversation when we were younger. So like, why is it so important to be proactive instead of reactive when it comes to not just beauty, nurturing, health and lifestyle practices, but supplementation as well. Right. I think that's so true for many nutrition questions is I, I maybe wish I'd started earlier on this nutrition practice and lifestyle as well. So I think that it's never, never too late, but yeah, the earlier, the better for nurturing your skin, hair and nails from the inside out in my in my doctoral work at the University of Georgia, I worked for the UGA Bone and Body Composition Lab. So we talked about bone density and building your bone bank quite a bit. And that's a concept that it's pervasive. You think about it as, okay, at you know X time, maybe people start thinking menopause for women, my bone mineral density might start going downhill. Maybe you get a DEXA scan. Well, quite honestly, that's too little, too late. Your bones, you want to build them up during childhood and adolescence and your peak bone mass is achieved by around age 20. So I think of that as an analogy. We, we, no one's saying like, man, look, look at those gorgeous bones you have there, but we care more about bones than our skin. And 
maybe we should be thinking about filling up our beauty bank is I'll make up a nerdy term here, but to invest in what we have already and to mitigate these inevitable losses we've already talked about, collagen, ceramides, elastin, hyaluronic acid, your CoQ10 levels, these things are decreasing. And so if we get ahead of it, let's preserve what we have to nourish our beauty future. Let's start thinking of our beauty like like our bone density. So these essential building blocks we can deliver thanks to modern technologies. We can apply them on the outside and we can consume them with regularity and with intention. And so I think that applies precisely to the four cosmeceutical ingredients we chose for Cellular Beauty Plus, uh, astaxanthin, phytoceramides, ubiquinol, CoQ10, and pomegranate whole fruit extract. These four rose to the top and made it into the formula. This is like an entourage for your beauty. And the, their purpose it is to support you in your proactive approach. 100% agreed. And I know what we touched about, uh, we touched a little early on about a lot of the ingredients that in our beauty and gut collagen, but can you kind of quickly summarize those as well? Because to me, sure. it's the two products together, which are at least have done wonders for Colleen and I with regards to our inner and outer well-being, if you will. Yeah, I can, I completely agree. And, and I mean, cellular beauty is in a capsule format, and then you have our beauty and gut collagen plus, which is in a delicious powder blend format. So you pick your favorite place to, but you want coffee, you want in your smoothie. What do you do? <laughs> well, well, I do. So I love, and we'll get to the science here, but I, I love chocolate. Who doesn't love chocolate? And right. we sweeten with organic uh, cocoa. And then we also have organic monk fruit. So those, if you're not, if you're looking for zero sugar, if you're experimenting with keto in general, and I just love the taste because I also hate artificial sweeteners or like things that are too sweet. And it's like the perfect right. balance of sweetness. But at any rate, that's just the taste. That's me. Colleen does it in her, her latte, the unflavored. I do the chocolate. So to each, to each their own. And yeah, both are zero sugar, unflavored and chocolate. And yeah. so this, yeah, I love our collagen powder. It delivers 17.7 grams of type one and type three collagen peptides from grass fed, pasture raised, um, cattle from Brazil. These are premium collagen peptides and we don't mess around with potency here. Like there are products out there, turn it over 10 grams or less, sometimes five grams or less. So that's not what we're doing here. And then I don't know when I, when my friends ask me what kind of collagen do you recommend? It's funny because I think that our beauty and gut collagen is like comparing apples to oranges with other collagens out there because it's not just collagen. It is the 17.7 grams of collagen peptides, hyaluronic acid, L-glutamine, vitamin C, E, biotin, turmeric root, and the sulforaphane uh, glucosinolate from the broccoli seed extract. So these are eight, this is an eight ingredient powerhouse skin and gut supporting blend. So not just collagen. <laughs> And I also love, again, this, what people don't realize is you need the C and the biotin with the collagen. And right. then the magic happens for me, so to speak. I, I like to think of the magic and I defer to you on the science, but the magic and the science happen also with the addition of the, the turmeric L-glutamine and then the SGS, which is short for sulforaphane glucosinolate. 
Yeah, um, no, it's which to me is one of the most exciting ingredients. Absolutely. This is a curated formula that is above and beyond and kind of, yeah, ahead of the curve, quite honestly, in the collagen world. And so one of the things you and I have fun talking about, like everything we do here comes from a place of like, all right, how can we do the best thing possible? How can we create the best possible product that's grounded in science to bring to the market? And that's such a fun Mm -hmm. process with you because I tend to bring wild, crazy ideas and you say, no, (laughs) yes, more of this, less of that. And and it's just so fun. the magic. (laughs) Yes, yes. And so something we've talked about, and I'm curious, as a PhD, as an RD, as a product developer, as an expert, you've been at this for way longer than I have. Let's talk about some of the pet peeves you have with regards to beauty supplements. I shouldn't get so excited, but I love to talk about pet peeves. (laughs) (laughs) One of my friends used to joke, you could be like the nutrition police when I go into stores and walk down the supplement aisle, which... It's kind of like a labyrinth for some people, but I, I find it, I find it to be invigorating. Then I can also be critically minded because I know what the science can support. So sure. Let's talk about a few of my pet peeves. One are lazy excipients. What are excipients? Turn your product over. That's called the other ingredients list. So you have your active ingredients that are in the supplement facts panel box, and then it's should be directly below that the other ingredients. Lazy excipients, which (laughs) don't just waltz in there. So maybe lazy formulators create lazy excipients. These are things like artificial sweeteners, synthetic colors or dyes, soybean oil, leucine that is non-vegan. There, listen, there have been alternatives for these for a, a long time. When I turn over a product and see like FDNC, blue dye, red dye, titanium dioxide, That was money savings and that's lazy. You can do that in a cleaner way. So, and and customers expect it. I I think that in the past year plus, we want to take care of ourselves. This this has been a revival of wanting to take care of our bodies and cleanness and plant-based ingredients people expect. So we actually had a if you're listening, an astute Mind Body Green customer reach out last week and ask about our leucine in our Cellular Beauty Plus. And they wanted to know the source of it because I think they Googled and found most leucine comes from duck feathers or human hair. Now, leucine is a wonderful amino gross. acid. Absolutely <laughs> gross. <laughs> Yes. Ew. Not leucine, not ew, but yes, like keep the ducks in the pond and the hair on your, on your head. So we intentionally sourced a vegan leucine. This is a plant-based fermented natural source of leucine. And there are like, I hate to use the word lazy, like maybe sometimes manufacturers just don't even know to dig that deep. I'm a pretty detailed granular gal. So I, I go there. We go there. But um, so lazy excipients, look out for those. The next is called, I call it fairy dusting. So major pet peeve. This is true for beauty, skin centric supplements or any supplement, really, because there are manufacturers and brands out there that simply use less than efficacious doses. And they're doing it on purpose. They're trying to get some airtime for that premium ingredient, usually on the product label. So you turn it over and you see, 
an expensive ingredient like astaxanthin or lycopene or lutein, even with CoQ10 and ceramides. These are expensive raw ingredients. And so they can often be folded into something called a proprietary blend, which lacks, depending on how it's executed, they usually lack transparency regarding how many milligrams or grams of each ingredient is in that blend. So in that way, a blend can be kind of cyclical and fuel more fairy dusting. But I would like to say fairies, sorry guys, spoiler alert, like there's no such thing as fairies in our supplements and we don't dust or sprinkle. We look at the science, which is how we landed at six milligrams of astaxanthin, 30 milligrams of the ceramides, 100 milligrams of the ubiquinol CoQ10, and the Pama Plus. Pomegranate, pomegranate. 200 yeah. milligrams of this whole fruit extract. So yeah, look out for fairy dusting, non-efficacious doses. And then the, the last pet peeve that's a, a recent one of mine, because actually quite a bit of the our MBG followers on social and reaching out to customer service, it's a common query <laughs> and sometimes complaint your collagen is not vegan. And it's like, oh no, well, guess what? There's no such thing as vegan collagen. I'm going to be writing an article on this for the website uh, in the next few weeks. That is for all you collagen lovers, please note that anything that is marketing itself as a vegan collagen, it does not have collagen inside of it. That would be like saying, go drink some vegan bone broth. Like it is not ever going to be vegan. Collagen comes from cows, chickens, and fish. Yeah, that's the trifecta usually. So when what you will see, and they should be clear in marketing this, and sometimes they're not, collagen, although it cannot be sourced from plants, it may have a vegan mixture of nutrients or botanicals that help with the production of collagen in the body. So vitamin C and E we talked about earlier are required for collagen synthesis. So let's just go ahead and bust the mythical unicorn that is vegan collagen. It doesn't exist. And so we're doing it in the highest quality way. And sorry, vegans, it's not vegan. <laughs> no, it doesn't exist. And something also to, to note for those who aren't trying to eat a lot of meat for longevity reasons. I'm one of those people. I don't eat as much meat as I used to. And I said to Frank Lippman, my doctor, I was like, what about grass-fed collagen? Oh, you can do that hundred percent fine. So like, if you are trying to avoid red meat, grass-fed collagen, totally good. Yeah. Totally a pure concentrated source of these critical building block assets. So yeah, yeah I get that. Not, so in closing, what I love about you is you love the science and on the subject of supporting skin from the inside out, why does that make sense from a science perspective and where do you see that going? Right. I mean, so I think that if you, if you talk about skincare, I don't know how many billions of dollars skincare products represent, but you think about the exterior, typically that's your first thought, topicals. And while they're important, like you can't just put a Band-Aid on something. You have to strategically support the skin barrier. 
the architectural network that is your skin, the natural and essential cleanup and housekeeping and protection systems that your beautifully intricate cells have the ability to execute on if they have the tools they need, such as antioxidants. So I don't know, probably was not just my mom, but it's, she say it's what's on the inside that matters, Ashley. So great advice, mom. And I think this applies perfectly to beauty supplementation. It is what's on the inside that matters because the outside cannot flourish without the internal love, so to speak. So I will say that something that I think is getting better in the past maybe five years with maybe less airbrushing and in magazines and things like that, the images that media puts out that are not real, but like these still are pervasive. What I'm getting to is the issue is skin, literally and figuratively, it's thought of as superficial. It's external and society facing. It's an organ, by the way. Skin is an organ. <laughs> and, and I disagree that beauty is an eye of the beholder. I think that beauty is personalized and individualized and that it's fleeting and highly sub- subjective, actually. So you care about you and you do you. And targeted nutrition and supplementation can be part of your goal for feeling your best and looking your loveliest, whatever that may be for you. And so when we talk about skin being an organ, let's nurture our skin just like, just like we would any other major organ. Someone said, hey, Ashley, your heart or your brain are losing their structural integrity and moisture. I'd be like, what? Freaking out. Let's get on top of that. But with our skin, we don't currently have the same sense of urgency or appreciation. So skin's an organ. It is on, it is what's on the inside that matters and you do you, and we hope that cellular beauty can help you do you. hundred percent agreed. Ashley, thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks for listening, everyone. And if you want to try our glow from the inside out bundle, visit mindbodygreen.com slash glow and use the code beauty pod to save 20% off your first month when you subscribe.